You're listening to Sideshow Network. Hey, hi, how are you? I'm Jamie Flam, and I'm the artistic director of the Hollywood Improv. Basically, that means I'm the one responsible for booking comedians, producing shows, and making sure every night at the club is magical. You might even call me the gatekeeper. Okay, so not really, but maybe, I don't know. Uh, Outside of my job at the Improv, I also perform and write comedy, which means I sit in front of many gatekeepers myself. It's an interesting dynamic, but it's helped me learn a lot as well. Now I host a podcast about it. Each week, I talk with bookers, producers, decision makers, performers, and more. Hey, uh, this is Cole Stratton. This is Janet Varney. This is Troy Conrad. This is Todd Glass, and you're listening to Gatekeeper. It's an inside look at the art of saying yes and no. Also, there are sound effects. Be sure to subscribe to Gatekeeper on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find more info at sideshownetwork.tv. Welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever here on the Sideshow Network. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And here we are again. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a... This is one of our screaming episodes. Laptop shouting. Laptop shouting episodes. Stuff kind of got messed up this weekend for us a little bit. So we just didn't uh, tape at our studio normally, so... Yep. So here we are. It's a little lazy. We'll be back <laughs> at it again next time. Yeah, but... Yeah. So you just have to deal with it, but... Uh, that doesn't stop us. Nope. Um, so I guess we should get into it. Do we want to talk about movies for a second? Oh, yay, movies. Yeah, I don't want to spend a lot of time doing it, but... You yeah. Know, we did see, you know... In, in the interim between the episodes and everything, uh, Suicide Squad came out. Uh-huh. We saw Suicide Squad. Saw that. Uh-huh. It was a stupid movie. Yeah. I don't think I hated it as much as everybody else did, but probably because I do not have any skin in the Suicide Squad game. Yeah. Same uh, for me. I don't typically give that much of a shit about any of the characters, so... Except Amanda Waller, who yeah. I love. But... Uh, it was dumb. It was a mess. It wasn't as bad as people said. It was better than Batman v Superman, but I mean, staring at a blank wall is better than Batman v Superman. So that's not that hard. Yeah. Um, but it was a disaster. I was just like, to me, like the beginning of it, where it was like wall to wall music, was like Beyonce's Lemonade for dudes who love MMA. <laughs> and then the second part was like a gritty, like war movie. It just didn't, and then like for some reason, Enchantress just danced through the whole thing. It like made no sense. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't make any like plot wise that doesn't make any sense, and just I don't know. It, it just it, it, I'm not gonna waste time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was it, whatever. Go see it if you want to. I was not impressed by it. It, <sighs> it was fine. Yeah, apparently, it is uh, much worse off than. Than anticipated because you could tell that they're like, oh, we gotta do a bunch of stuff to it because Bivis was so grim. Yeah. So they uh, reshot a bunch of stuff and then it just kind of meh. Yeah. Well, what I and uh, I am not well versed enough in film, uh, except as just a fan. 
But I was listening to the Comedy Film Nerds podcast when they were talking about it, and Chris Mancini, who is, uh, who's been on this show before, uh, mentioned that you can actually tell at some points where they put those yeah. reshoots. And I didn't notice it, but he's a filmmaker, so I'm going to trust that he knows more I could than probably, I do. You could, pro- you could probably... The lightning, like, the lighting wasn't even the same sometimes. Yeah, you could probably... To be honest, I kind of want to go back and kind of see that. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I'll probably see it again, but... Oh, I'm sure we will. I don't, we're not going to see it in the theater again. Yeah, no, it, it was, uh, it was like, a thing. Yeah, it's getting to the point where I don't even know if I want to give DC my money anymore. But you will. Well, I want to see Wonder Woman, but I'm afraid, because it was written by Zack Snyder. It was written by a ham. Just a sentient a ham t- with, t- like, a, like, a pencil sticking out of it? A tattooed ham. So, like, wait, it was like, it was like a ham, like tied to a string with a pencil sticking out of it, and they just, like, went back and forth until it, some it, words it was formed. A, it was a ham that had a bottle of Axe body spray in it. Oh, it was covered... It was marinated in Axe body a, spray. A ham marinated in Axe body and, spray. And covered in temporary tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody went to the store and bought a oh, ham. and just, yeah. Jared Leto's Joker is fucking bullshit. It is... He was awful in every single scene he was in. He was so obviously Jared Leto pretending to be the Joker in every single scene he was in. Yeah. Even though he was only in the movie for like eight minutes, uh, every time he walked on screen, I wished to God somebody would punch him in the face. He was terrible. You know, it didn't bother his, the Joker didn't bother me as much because I already kind of knew. I, it's just it was Jared where Leto it was coming every yeah, single from. time I saw him. It, it wasn't like oh, I could totally see like all this method really got him into the place. I was like, this is Jared Leto pretending to be the Joker. That's all it is. It didn't, you know, yeah, honestly, I didn't feel that, that, I didn't feel that strongly against it. I didn't think it was as good as any other Jokers that we've seen. Like, no. if you're going to rank Jokers, yeah, well, you know, in the DC universe, you know, he's on the bottom of the list. Oh, absolutely. But. I don't think he was nearly as bad as Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Right. Uh, but he was bad, and I would I will admit that every single time I saw him in the preview, I just rolled my eyes just because like the way he looked was stupid. Yeah. His clothes were stupid. The way he acted in the movie was stupid because I'm sorry, the Joker is not in love with Harley Quinn. He's not. He can't love anybody except maybe Batman. Yeah. So that was a huge problem for me too. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of stuff in there. And I, I like I would I, yeah, I kind of want to go into it a little bit actually, but I don't because I'm really like eh, I don't want to waste. Well, I mean, everybody's heard it. Yeah. It's just Suicide Squad, whatever. See it if you want to. But we'll see what the, the box office says after this weekend. Yeah. Because they're, anticip- uh, they're saying it might drop. But we'll see what happens. Kind of like with Bivis. Yeah, Bivis and Butthead. So. So we also saw uh, Superman 2 and Superman 3 last night. Yes, we saw them at the New Beverly here in Hollywood. Yeah. So they were on the big screen, and it was a double feature. And I've actually never seen... Superman 3 before. Yeah. And I had never seen either one on the big screen. I feel like I've seen all of the movies at one point when I was younger, but I haven't watched them critically or just for fun in a long, long time. Yeah. So, and I mean, and, and it's weird because you think, you think that, I don't know, you feel, I, I feel like given my fandom and comic books, I would have done that more sooner than later, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Superman 2 is, I mean, they're both super campy and Yeah, and Superman crazy 3 is a mess. Superman 3 is an absolute mess. It's a disaster. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but... Superman- to, be honest, to be honest, Superman 4 seems 
came in comparison to Superman It really 3. does, actually. Because I did see Superman 4 recently. We saw that well. on, on Amazon. Uh, Amazon Video, you can see that. But, uh, yeah, I... I will say, though, that seeing them on the big screen was was really fun. Oh, no, it was great. I mean, the, New, Bever- great. the New Beverly is just a fantastic place to see a movie. Yeah, it really you know, and they it, play all those old old movies, usually 35 millimeter, sometimes 16, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they do a pretty good job of, of just, I don't know, setting the right mood. And they had great programs that we ended up getting for it and... It's just, it's a really great place to go. So if you're ever in Hollywood, go to the New Beverly and just see something. Yeah, but the, but the, yeah, but these movies are, oh man, there's so, so much weirdness. Oh, yeah, there's just, the, I mean, it's, I mean, I it is get, of its time. It is it of its really time. It really is of its time. I mean, but the one thing that. There's a lot, there's a lot of Superman being a dick. Well, there's the also third pe- one. There's also people being, people thinking Superman is a dick. Yeah. You know, and, you know, just kind of like, you suck, Superman, and he comes back, and he's like, I'm not that, I don't suck that bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it just, but it, it really is, it's, um, it's a startling comparison when you watch Christopher Reeve yeah. as Superman and Clark Kent, and then you put him up against somebody, you know, our modern Superman, like Henry Cavill, who I think does a fine job, I mean, he's fine, he's not objectionable, but... Reeves Kent is an actual character. Yeah. And Superman is an actual character. Yeah. When you watch Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, there's no difference. He's just wearing glasses and squinting at a TV. He's watching he's a lot of TV Kent. and he's he like, he's like, right about sports. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's an obvious, there's obvious character yeah. choices and traits and, and things when you watch both of them. And yeah, Christopher Reeve is so good. He was great. He's, he, is, he was perfect for that role. He too. is, he, it's just really a shame that he's not around, you know, that he, you know, what happened to him and, yeah. you know, it's a shame that he's not around. Today to have some sort of influence. Yeah, um, he was on Smallville for a time. He did do a, a little role on Smallville as like Clark's teacher or something. I right, but I mean, but I'm saying, but like you know, if he wasn't injured, you know, if he was, yeah. you know, if he was of good health and stuff, you know, and if he was consulting with all the Superman stuff, I feel like maybe the you know the performances and stuff would be a little bit different. You know, the the atmosphere might be a little bit different. Yeah. Of these movies, I just feel like with him around, it could have people have been like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe we should do it this way." Or we should at least talk to this guy about it. Talk to this guy because he is the ultimate. Yeah, like, he really was. Yeah, especially Superman two. It's yeah. I mean, you know, he was great. Although Superman three, I just I I like I like Christopher Reeves with a, with a, with a, with a five o'clock shadow. Oh and, yeah, I love. Okay, I I'll be honest. I love any story about Superman on Red K because it is hilariously funny. To me, I find it hilarious because it's like, he's an asshole. He's trying to sleep with everybody. He's a drunk. I'm like, it's funny as shit. I love it. It's, oh, it's, I love it. It's great. But the problem with Superman 3 is it was like eight stories put together and yeah. like, by the time we got to the end of it, I'm like, oh, that's right. There was a part in this movie where he was on Red K. Yeah. That has no impact in what just yeah, now he's fighting a computer, movie. and then yeah, now there's a big computer, and Richard Pryor literally has no point in this movie. Yeah, it could have been the the evil guy's sister who was like the hacking mastermind. There's no yeah, because she do all the him. computer shit anyways. Right, I'm like, there's I'm no like, reason. What do you need? Because literally, he shows up and he's like, jokes? He's like, is that what you need, Richard? Pryor? I know he shows up and wear he, a crazy cowboy. Hat. At, at the end, he shows up and he's like, you know, he's like, hey, I'm here for my computer, and they're like, get lost. Right, he's like, let me throw a rock at a donkey, and then that's pretty much all he does. Like, 
yeah, there was no point for him to be in that movie. And, like, then there was just, like, Superman or Clark in Smallville hanging out with Lana. Yeah. And, like... Smallville's got a... Got a yeah, Smallville's it, not a good place. No, no there was <laughs> Richard Pryor skiing off the side of a what eighty-five story building and living. Yes, uh, well, there's a lot of things in that movie that are. It's a fucking. Disaster. Although, although we will, I will have to say about Superman too. Yeah. Uh, about the Bill Cosby theory. Oh yeah, what was we? I really wish I could get a screen cap because I'm eighty. No, I am ninety-nine percent certain that was Bill Cosby. Yeah, there's a picture. There's so there's a scene. In Perry's where, office. In Perry, no, so it's like outside of Perry's office. It's like on the wall outside of Perry's office. And you can, there's just a scene where they're talking and you can see the outside wall of Perry's office. And there's just a framed picture of Bill Cosby. But it's like a super close-up of his face? Well, yeah. It's like a super headshot of his face. But he's not smiling. He's and he's not really smiling. And it's just on the wall. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I, I'll make this. I'll make this comparison this because because he's a, you know because Bill Cosby's a fucking monster. Uh-huh. So we'll you know we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, he's he's awful. Yep. But you know there's this uh, see the scene at the end where Lois gets mind wiped by Clark. Yep. By you know because she uh, you know after he kisses her, and I feel like maybe I, a subtle, very very subtle shout it's a, out. It's a subtle shout out to, to Cosby. I don't and know if his, it was a shout out or if it was just kind of like we're going to put this in here so people know. So people know, <laughs> or, or not? Yeah, not shout out, but kind of like, hey, remember that Cosby picture earlier? Watch out for this guy in thirty years, okay? Right, right, yeah. Don't been, <laughs> you guys are you guys are in trouble. He's been raping for for decades. He's been he's being. And he, he will continue to rape for decades. Guys, Bill Cosby is bad. Yeah, just a subtle thing that Richard Lester was like, you know what, we're going to take it to Bill Cosby. Yeah, I'm just going gonna, gonna to put this in here and see if anybody notices. But we now, did. We did. And the other thing that was weird about that, too, is because they break up, but you never see them break up. You never hear them talk about it. It's just like all of a sudden Superman and Lois are broken up, so the next day she's sad and Clark has to kiss her to make her forget. Right. And you're like, what? Like why, why? There's the what? I also I also like the scenes in Niagara Falls because it reminds me of growing up in Western New York and yes. being in Buffalo and going to Niagara Falls, and I was like, oh hey, that might be my grandma. I you also know. like that uh, <laughs> a lot of those scenes in Niagara Falls. I'm like, eh, everything kind of looks the same. Oh, it looks, it looks the same. It looks exactly it, 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 the same. I think I think all that shit, all the everything that's set up the way it is, is still the same. Yeah, because Niagara Falls is like just an eternal. Like peace, like there's like they've maybe it's a bit different now. Well, maybe I, mean, like, I don't even know. Like I the, been the shrubbery there and stuff. I was like, that looks because like, it's as you remember it. Yeah, it's what I remember from where we went. Yeah, on the Canadian side. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was probably on the American side. We were on the Canadian side. So were they? Because they were on the horseshoe. Were they? Yeah. Oh yeah, because there was the flag and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I have film in Canada. Well, because that's the nicer side. Yeah, of the you don't want to play. You don't. You don't look, I, I know. No, I mean like just visit. Visually, if you're looking at Niagara Falls, the yeah. Canadian side is nicer from that big horseshoe <laughs> versus Falls. that kind of small section on the American yeah, side. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Niagara. And also, guys, let's just well, not Niagara gonna, Falls is not a great place. Niagara Falls, USA, is a little. It's, it's a rough town. So <laughs> you know, I've, I've I've been there, and I got a lot of friends there. You know, but there's a there's a re, you know, it, it is not a secret that Niagara Falls uh, on the American side is a is a rough place. Yeah, it's you a know. little sketchy. It's a little yeah, it's a little sketchy, but. Um, yeah, so, so that yeah. was th- those were our movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah, are movie reviews. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a good time. But I, I did, you know, I definitely recommend if you ever get the chance to see any of those Superman movies. I wish we'd be able to see the first one. We can still see it. 
Well, I know, but I mean, like, on the big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. I would love to see Batman and Batman Returns on there, too. I know. I really want them to do that one. Actually, I'd like to see all the Batman movies up on there again. Yeah. Just go see all that shit. Absolutely. I think it would be so much fun. Do double, do Just do double features. Two double features. Do, you know, those two. And then do, do the Schumacher ones the next night. Yep. I'd watch those. You know? Just, I will. I, I do, and I know I, I... That would sell out, too. Oh, I would absolutely. Like, I'd have to see the first and the second one. Uh, and I will admit that I have a very special place in my heart for Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It's terrible. But I have a very special place in my heart for it. I always get Batman Forever and Batman and Robin mixed up. Batman and Robin is the one with... Uh, it was Alicia Silverstone. Yes, and George Clooney. And George Clooney. And, and Mr. Arnold Freeze. Schwarzenegger. Yes, the whole thing. That Freeze one. Freeze and, and, and uh, then, Ivy. And, and Ivy. And then there's also... And Batman Batman Forever. Yes, Batman Forever is uh, the one with Nicole Kidman. And... and, and Riddler and Two-Face. And Riddler and Two-Face and, and all that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Batman, uh, he ties into our first book for the show, the DC book. Um, we are going to be doing The Huntress, Volume 1, from uh, The Huntress, Volume 1, The Huntress, Volume 1, Number 18, from September 1990. Uh, it is suggested for mature readers, so... We, we are not allowed to read this. No, but. we are not. <laughs> but, um, so basically this is the, uh, the Huntress's, uh, first ever, uh, ongoing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it says on, it's in the middle of a, um, uh, story. Miniseries. A little miniseries involved here. The Days of Rage, or sorry, just Days of Rage. Mm-hmm. Part two. Oh, on shit. the cover, and we got. Batman in the foreground. Very square Batman, though. Very, very square. Can we talk about that square jaw? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. It is... You can cut glass with that thing. Uber square. Like, it, it is not... It's literally a 90-degree angle. <laughs> it, I didn't... You should get that checked out. You really should. I mean, I know I that... I don't think your face is supposed to be that angular. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to get some help. That may be broken. Yeah. Um, and in the background, we got uh, Huntress... Who looks awful. Yeah, she does. She looks like uh, a low-rent Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees. She's, there's the thing. This is like, I think this is like this for the whole run of this. Yeah, the, the artwork she, in this is awful. She looked... Sorry. Joey, I think it's a... Is Again, it Joey, I am not an artist. Joe Staten. Who, it's not my style. Who does a lot of... Who does a, who's done a lot of stuff that I've heard of that I, I probably have appreciated, but... Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, you know... The Huntress just looks like she's got like this crazy '80s hair. She looks like Robert Smith. Susie Sue. Susie Sue. Yeah, she really does. She looks like some low rent goth chick. There's some weird shading on her legs. Yeah, so she kind of looks like she forgot to shave below the <laughs> she knee. Shave her it's below all her right stubble knee. Stubble on that side. Oh, she got some stubbly thighs. So she got some stubbly armpits. Oh, she got she got stubble. Batman's everything. got stubble up on his cheeks. I don't. know. Yeah, I know. He's got again. He really needs to check that shit out. He's got some problems with his. Everybody's got. Everybody's got face problems. Everybody's got face problems. Yeah. So. Uh, part two, Days of Rage. Uh, the issue is called. The title of the story is called "Rage Under Pressure." Uh-huh. And basically, this is following up uh, from the first part of this issue. Basically, there's a. Uh, so I actually did a little bit of research. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so basically, we're coming into it. There's a a guy in Gotha. There's like this. Basically, there's this drug lord called Rage, who we get to know in this issue and 
he makes his way from Gotham to New York City, which apparently this is where, I guess, I guess, uh, Huntress. Yes. This does, is Helena Bertinelli. Huntress. Helena Bertinelli. Well, how many Huntresses are there? I mean, there's a few, but I mean, how there's many? There's Helena Bertinelli Huntress. So this one is... Is there Valerie Bertinelli? No, no, there was, um, mm-hmm. Helena Wayne. Oh, Helena, Helena, Helena Wayne. I'm sorry. Helena. Helena. Yeah. But so, this is post-crisis, so it's Helena this Bertinelli. This is, exactly. Right. Yeah. There's also the uh, the Huntress that originally was Cheetah way back in the Golden Age, yeah. but we're talking about her. Yeah. Um, but so basically, there's this drug lord. He came over to to take over tens of some business in New York City. Batman follows him, and Huntress is not happy about it. Nope. Because he's there, and we see you know Batman doing his Batman's doing his thing, doing his thing, standing on a rooftop with his big flowy cape. It kind of looks like, again, right angle. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 which, I don't know how nobody has noticed that. Because he's looking down at a bunch of gang members I know, or something. And his cape is so humongous and billowy. Like, I don't know why you couldn't like, see Like, how do you him. not see this jerk up here? I don't know. So he's, like, looking down and, like, there's narration boxing. And so he's, like, going to go get the, like, he's going to swing over and check out what's going on. But uh, Huntress snares him by the foot. Yeah. Huntress gets involved in here, and, you know, and she shows up with her gigantic hair. Yeah, oh my god. Her hair's just like a cloud. And her, like, just, just weird, weirdly shaded legs, and she's just like... Oh, she's even got butt stubble. Oh, yeah, she got, <laughs> yeah, she got butt stubble. There's just a lot, it, there's a lot, the shadowing... It's a really weird show. It's a little, it's, it's, it's but weird. But it's like, it's not just shadowing, it's like little tiny pock marks. That's why it looks like stubble. It's like little dots. Yeah. Um, is New York City like laid on razors or something? Like, yeah, there's a on? shortage. Um, you know, she is Italian. She is my people. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, sometimes you gotta shave more often than the regular lady. Apparently when, so. When you've got that Mediterranean blood. But she just she just looks. Oh God, she just looks so strung out and I don't want to say trashy, but yeah, it's just it's a weird. It just looks so weird. It's a, she doesn't look good. Yeah, she doesn't look and neither good. Neither does he. He looks terrible. Yeah, everybody's I mean, having... You, it's hard to, you know, it's the cowl, so it's hard to fuck it up, but... Yeah, everybody looks bad in this issue. Everybody. Even so, even Rage shows up later, and he looks... I don't know what's wrong with his face. Everybody so, everybody here looks weird. Yeah, so she snags Batman and pulls Batman back up to the roof, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I can't have you sneaking around, because the minute you stick your stupid cowled face in here... This little uh, tenuous piece that all these gangs have is just going to fall apart. Yeah. And people are going to die. Innocent people are going to die. So you need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And that's basically their conversation. Yeah, and ba- <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. And this goes on for a bunch. And he's just, it does. You know, and he, they're just... And Batman's like, no, you know, we can't have a war between us either. And don't you understand that, like... The only reason they have a piece is because they're trying to find this mad bomber guy, and as right, soon as they find this, because it starts off with there's a there's a bomber that has been blowing up, drug blowing, up blowing up drug lords, and as you soon know, as they, they find him, as soon as they find you know he find you know trying to figure this out and find him, you know maybe they could let the because Batman believes that if they find this bomber guy, then the piece will be tentative again yep. amongst the the drug lords, and he's like, well, but I. Can also 
I think he also wants to nab Rage because he followed Rage. Yeah, to he here. wants to get, because Rage is like basically like the kingpin of this whole like drug operation, and they're yeah. pushing the drugs all over all these kids. And you know, Batman wants to team up with Huntress so they can take him down and, and get the drugs out of the city, right? Because if not, yeah. it's going to be basically an open air drug market. Yeah. So then we have some more narration boxing from this kid. So this kid, uh, oh, I forget his name. Is his name Joey? Sure. He wears glasses and he looks like crap too. <laughs> yeah, his last name is Cooper. Yeah, so, so I think, uh, yeah, whatever. Once, kid. Yeah, Cooper. Sure. So there's and, this kid and he's like watching all these drug dealers dealing drugs. Yeah. You know, and apparently, so his, his family was killed in these, uh, drug dealer deals. Yeah. Yeah. So he's very, he's kind of vengeful. Yeah. He's very vengeful right now. Yeah, and, and he's, like, watching Rage walk by. Rage with his oblong head and his... What would you call that? A bullet? Because he's, like... Either that or he's got, like, an intense five head. Well, he's got... He looks he's like, kind he, of he's bald. Like, he kind of looks like a carrot top. Yeah, yeah, he does, he like, actually. He actually looks like Larry Fine from The Three Stooges. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, he's wearing, like, a red thing with, like, a skull on it. Yeah, he's got it. sweet... He's got sweet... He's got, like, a Wonder Man coat with a skull on it. Yeah, he does. It's like a trench coat, though. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's dressed up here. He's the, he's the main charge. Yeah. You know, so... And so, basically, he... You he's, know, like, taking drugs in the into the city via barge, and the cops can't stop them, and this kid doesn't like it because his parents died, blah, blah. He's, like, just making a big drug mall, he says. I'm yeah. like, oh, You're man, like, is, is, that, right. is that anything like Lady Mall? Yes, it's exactly like Lady Mall, except less fun. <laughs> Uh, this lady ball is not that fun, guys. There's, there's not as many orange Julius's in this drug ball. Orange Julia's. You know, orange is right, orange Julia, or Annie's pretzels <laughs> in this drug mall. Um, so a bunch of guys come to like drop off drugs or whatever, and they're he's like, I parked in a, a loading zone in front of a fire hydrant. And this one guy's like, Man, I never saw a fire hydrant there before. Kaboom! It explodes. Well, I think it's funny because he's like. He's like, you know what? Uh, this is I don't want to get stopped by a cop. Well, because he's got drugs. Well, he's, no, yeah, but he's like, you know, I mean, I guess, you know. Just, yeah, he's he doesn't want the cop to be like, I'm gonna search your vehicle or whatever. So here's the thing, though. So he didn't notice his fire hydrant. It looks like he pets it. <laughs> he does pet. Yeah, it looks like he pets it. He's like, oh, nice hydrant. But does he hit loved. it? Does he hit it so it looks like it's fake? Is that what he kind of notices I think here? Maybe that. Well, he's he just kinda, like, this is it hasn't been here before. Right, and he kind of moves it. And he kind of touches like, it. It, it, looks like it, he, it looks like he moves it. Yeah, I think that's what he does. Because you shouldn't be able to do that with a fire hydrant. He, he pets it. Good fire that's, hydrant. That's very astute because I don't notice fire hydrants at all if I'm not trying to park in front of them. Well, I mean, if you go there all the time, you might notice. Like, oh, there's not a fire hydrant here. Yeah. Like, I usually park in this spot. Why is there a fire hydrant? So there's a big explosion. People get blown up. And then, and then there's, like, it's weird because it just, just jumps right to uh, somebody from the, uh, through, from Rage's gang accosting um, some guy who, uh, one of the, wait a minute. So is he in the daggers? I'm confused. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess whoever he's been talking to is in a different gang. And so they find that out. He's like, goddamn daggers can't be trusted. But they're wearing I, the, the same logo that he's ripping off of this guy's jacket. Well, I think he's. that's what he's saying. He's like, you shouldn't be wearing this because you're not one of our boys or whatever. 
I guess. Like, I don't exactly know. None of this really makes sense. Uh, I'm not sure who they're attacking or why. Well, they're attacking somebody that they think was is a bomber because everybody, because, you know, the bombers think. Yeah. I, I, I wish like, oh, I knew what the name this of this group guy. was. Yeah, it's gang know. warfare, so. And it's like Red Blood or some shit that Rage heads up. I can't remember what it's called, but. So he's like, oh. But why know. does their logo look the same? Because this is Rage here. He's wearing the same logo. No, that's they're being... ripping it off because he's that that guy is not. Part but that's of not. Gang. But, but that's not the daggers. I, that's whatever logo. I think it's the blood reds or something. Or, okay, so okay, so right, blood reds. It has so, yeah, a they're... big fucking dagger on it. You'd think it would be the dagger. No, that's right. The blood reds. That's the name of the group because they're like <laughs> later. They're like, yeah, blood reds. We're the right. we're our deal. Right. So Rage shows up. Yeah, so... For for a guy named Rage, he looks like he's sleeping half the time. He does. His eyes are always closed. His eyes are closed. He looks very, like... He's not very, like, angry. I mean, other than... he's just like, you fucked me over, bro. I'm not happy about that. Obviously, this is my turf, so... I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. And he does. Yeah. Because, you know, he's a gang guy. And that's what gang guys do. Gang warfares. So, then... So, yeah, so he's in the Blood Red. Blood Reds. Yeah, he's in the Blood Reds. Gives him a pep talk, basically. But, but what? Oh I don't really understand about what. He's like, we're great. So is he is he posing we're as a Blood Red? G- no, they, no, Rage is a Blood Red. No, this guy posing as and a Blood Red? That's what I think. Like I and that's why he's ripping it off, but at yeah. the same time, like, well, how do you know he's a dagger? I have no idea. Granted, you probably know who's in your gang or not. Cause, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people in that gang. I don't know. Yeah, there's like a million people. A lot of guys. So it's the Warriors. Yeah. It's like the NWO. It's the NWO. It's the NWO of, of New York City. Yeah. yeah. It's just like everybody, and then like every oh, single... Oh, everybody joined the NWO. Well, that's the thing. Eventually, it's just the entire roster. Then they, they Eventually, they, they, they split it up. They started it again. It yeah. sucked. And that's what the blood, the blood Red Rage guys are. Yeah. Just basically the NWO. So I'm surprised they're kicking that guy out. Nobody leaves the NWO. It's like, it's like the big show. Yeah. You got kicked out of the NWO like 30 times. Oh, yeah. Well, so that guy can come back. That'll be fine. This well, if he's a big show, yeah, he'll turn This is basically wrestling. They, they, <laughs> they kick him out, they beat him up, and then they, they cut a promo, and then next week that guy will join again. Yeah. Next so, issue. So Batman and the Huntress are in uh, Canvas checking out the the blow the explosion scene. <laughs> this, <laughs> I like this scene. This scene's stupid. Oh, why? Because Batman's Cause doing Batman science. Batman does science and he talks to himself for like six panels and the Huntress, I think, just tunes out. <laughs> She's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Mentally, anyway. So like they're at the they go to the explosion and she's like, I can't believe you're out in the open. He's like, No one's coming back here. Uh, no one's going back here, even though people could drive by and be like, hey, hey it's, it's Batman Huntress. So he's like, oh, And he's doing a, science. Yeah, and he's like hand, looking at like some, like whatever the bomb was made of through like, a, uh, I don't know, binoculars or something. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, that's right. He does talk this entire he's time. He's talking this entire, he does not shut up this entire time. I thought there was, I thought there was some back and forth here. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. right. Huntress doesn't say anything. Until I don't think until maybe here. No, no, no she, that's not even her line. She no, just he's just like he, he just talks. He just goes, oh, mm, I don't yeah. know. If you go back. Her last the yeah. last line is yes, sir, and then he does not stop talking because she's like because he's like hey, give me uh, that sample because I'm the sample from the first bombing, I think. Yeah, and he's like sure. She's like yeah, and then she just sits there and he goes, okay, so it must be Putty from a kid's toy. So we have to decide who it, this is. It could be this kind of person. It could be this kind of person. It could be an actual kid. Who knows? Yeah, I don't could know. Could be a really smart kid. I don't know. Could what be a poor kid. Could, could be, be a rich kid. Yeah, could, could be a prisoner. 
could be uh, a homeless veteran, could be like a Hebrew. Could be a homeless veteran, could be Ricky the Dragon's steamboat, could be, uh, maybe, maybe it's Matt, maybe it's Matt, uh, Matt, Matthew LeBlanc, you know, maybe yeah, sure, it's, uh, maybe, it, maybe it's uh, that, maybe it's that guy who works at the bodega over on uh, 10th Street who sells the crab chips I like, you know, I mean, it could be that guy, you know, it's maybe the he's guy got, who always gets my Dunkin' Donuts, sell, Donuts they, coffee order wrong, I bet it's that guy. Don't they sell putty over there in the Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, I think they do, yeah, I thought the, I saw it the, on the, the counter. At the bodega, they got, they got the, the, the putty, yeah, so the putty. You know, it's that they, guy. Because they got the putty and they got those action figures that, you know, nobody wants to buy, they're like the cheap ones, they sell them there. I haven't told anybody about that yet because I don't think it's, you're supposed to be selling those, but, you know, I'm, you know. I got bigger things to do right now. I got to figure out this bomb. It's like, <laughs> it's like uh, counterfeiters are kind of low on my list. I go up to the drug dealers the whole first, time. One of these days, once I, as I clean up Gotham, I, I will get to that. I mean, so, that's like bot. That's like number. That's like number two hundred. Yeah, it, on my it's list. Not super important yet, but you know. Uh, so maybe it was this kid, or maybe it was that guy. So, like, and the whole time, Hunter's just sitting around her phone. Yeah, she's if she had, if this was, the, if this was, go. if this was not 1990, and this was uh, 2016, she would just be on her phone the whole time, posted on Facebook, being like, Going through Instagram. Do, do she, be, she be doing like Instagram stories, being like, and just being like, he's still talking, he's st- still talking, <laughs> lol, you know. Actually, that would be I would follow the Instagram account, uh, Instagram account of uh, of a bored superheroes like listen to Batman talk. I don't think Batman gets this much dialogue in his own books. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He just does not shut up for an entire page, and then he's like, "Oh, so it's a kid. Do you know any smart kids?" You know, smart kids like, and, uh, and like Alex P. Keaton. We're in the nineties, yeah. right? <laughs> oh no, that's already out there. Uh, who Doogie Howser? Let's go arrest Doogie Howser. <laughs> this was obviously Doogie Howser. Clearly, Doogie Howser has been blowing up uh, fire hydrants <laughs> in gang-related areas. Of course. Why wouldn't he be? And yeah. then the Huntress has to explain to Batman that Doogie Howser is fake. Batman gets all sad. He was really, really like, he loves the idea of Because he's like, well, my doctor is Doogie Howser, isn't he? <laughs> He's the one that tells me it's like maybe you should get a better doctor. You get it's you like know. maybe you should stop just like enlisting children to do your dirty work. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should stop hiring kids, teenagers, yeah. teenagers to, to hang uh, out with you, to hang out with you and tell you things and to pretend and help you out with like science <laughs> and shit. Batman is basically a less creepy Michael Jackson. <laughs> he's just like a really really rich guy who just hangs out with young boys because he's, he's just like I need friends. Let's get some kids in here. <laughs> But yeah. I'm not going to touch them or give them Jesus juice. I'm just going to, like, make them work out in small shorts. I'm going to make them work out in small shorts, you know, give them occasionally, give them some give them some dinner, you know. Yeah, give them some dinner and uh, put their lives in danger every single day and every, scar them terribly. Every day. Literally every day. Literally every day. And if they die, I just... Even on the days that nothing's happening, I'll wake up, I'll, usually I wake Dick up, I throw a grenade at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. If he's smart enough, he'll figure it out. And if not, well... Then he should have died with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyways, so that's funny because then it just cuts to like another night. Actually, real quick, I want to I take. I want. I want to call attention to this uh, Superman ad. Yes. I kind of want to read these stories. Is Superman mad as hell. Superman's. Superman's. Pl- no, Superman's possessive. Yeah, Superman is mad as hell because Jimmy Olsen and Jerry White's souls are up for grabs. And it's got this picture of Superman coming out of like a pile, a, a, a pool uh, of fiery oil? water. I'm gonna guess oil. 
oil or fiery water, and... His hair is curled, so he has tiny little horns. He has tiny little horns, and he is mad as hell. And apparently, in Action Comics and Superman and Adventures of Superman, uh, everything is on fire. Yeah. Including this one where Superman has a beard that is also on fire. Yeah. It is... I kind of want to read these. We well, might have to, maybe one day we'll find them. We might have to track these down. It tells you a number. I know. I'm going to look this up. Soul Search. Is that like Star Search? But like, yes. Yeah, okay. Anyways. So. So uh, Huntress is like, hey, I happen to know one smart kid. Uh, let's let's take a look at him. By the way, his parents died. Uh, there she is again, looking horrible. She looks terrible. The shading on this is just doing nobody any it's, favors, it's really especially bad. her. She just looks like she's being like, she's like a Dickensian uh, superhero. Yeah. Because she's got soot all over her face. Yeah, she's just, she's a chimney sweep by day. She's a huntress, chimney sweep. Clean your chimney, governor. She's a, she's a, he's like, she, even funny, she's like, go clean a chimney, huntress. I'm, I got this. I got this, all right, all right, all right. That's my terrible accent. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing accents. Okay, good, good call. Uh, so... She's like, yeah, I think is, you know, do you really think that he would do this because his family died? And Batman's like, I am very familiar with the psychological profile. I want to point something out here. So uh, she yes. is besides the face, that, okay. the fact that it looks like her mask melted to her face. Yes. Yeah. So she's so she's like, he's like Batman's okay. So he's like, okay, we gotta hunt, we gotta track down this kid. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I called the social worker and blah blah blah, and he's like. You know, this is, she's about to... He escaped just about... He's about to introduce the foster parents. And she's like, and if you told me the death was true... And then she starts, like, questioning him. She's like, what are, are you sure he'll return? Do you to the scene he's going to kill? And he just tells her to shut up. Basically. He tells her, he's like, look, I understand... Well, what's to say I know this? And it's like, shut up. We can't be talking. Listen to me, I'm Batman. But listen to me, but I literally... I, I will literally... I'll talk at you. But don't you ask me any questions. But don't talk because they might be able to hear us. I, I can't concentrate if you're talking to me. He's mansplaining. He's doing what Leonardo uh, DiCaprio does when he has sex with models, and it's wear noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> wait. That's a, that's a, wait, his model... Wait, his models actually wear noise-canceling no, headphones when he has Leo sex? Leo does. Oh, Leo does. Apparently, this is the rumor that whenever he is having the sex with one of his many models... He wears noise-canceling headphones. But are they talking the whole time? Is that no, a thing? No, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Where did you hear this rumor? I read it online. Like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. But wait, but is he, someone suing? Okay. It was in like some, uh, it was reported on a bunch of blogs, but it was like, eventually it was in some sort of like People magazine or In Touch or, it wasn't People, it was In Touch or Star, one of those trashy ones. That's the rumor. I would love a cover story at People Magazine being like, Leo wears noise-canceling headphones while fucking. <laughs> Stars, just like us. Stars, just like us. <laughs> it's just, it's just... Uh, I need I'm total trying, silence when boning. I'm trying to figure out the physics of that. Because... <laughs> what, you, what, just putting them on? Well, no, I mean, if he's got the big headphones on, so if he's like... If, first of all, because I, I kind of know, look, if, he, if he's a missionary, <laughs> and he's... What if he's always on the bottom? He might be on the bottom or he might be doing doggy style. So he's probably not really trying because he's probably like watching TV. I am certain he is not very good in bed because he's one of those really attractive guys who's never had to try. So you know he's terrible. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm hot. I'm gonna get pussy anyway. It doesn't matter. So he like never honed his skills. Because well, what if he's like? So he probably just like sits there and like listens to whale music. I don't know. What do you whales? <laughs> is he like? Is he fucking just like? <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, that totally gets me off, bro. <laughs> I can't get hard if I don't hear whales. He's like, high five, Toby Maguire, fellow pussy posse member. Is, is, is Toby Maguire making whale noises <laughs> into, a mic, into a microphone in a, in, in a soundproof booth while, while yes. yeah, live whale noises yeah. while yeah. while Leo yes. has sex? He's like, exactly he's like Toby, I'm gonna go bang this chick. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, Toby Maguire just goes into like a the sound booth. studio. <laughs> get in the booth. He's like, he's like, all right. <laughs> I think actually uh, he probably also has one of those bumper stickers from The Simpsons that says I'm going to the aquarium or whatever Troy McClure is to have on his thing. This is this is you know what this is a new revelation I uh, of things that of, of, of thoughts I can have because I'm trying to figure out first of all too is like because you probably can't be doing missionary because if I know anything about headphones from my head. That they don't really stay on if you move your head. Well, I think he's probably got those like big can ones. But the, it doesn't. But they still could fall off. He probably needs a chin strap. <laughs> what is it like a sleep apnea machine now? He just like no, but just for his head. head. It looks like looks like one of those uh, wrestling, those amateur <laughs> wrestling outfits. Okay. So he looks like Rick Steiner when he fucks. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I, guess. Um, I bet he vapes too. <laughs> and then, but then like. So, oh, okay, wow. But also, too, you know he would be great if huh. he started endorsing Bose headphones? He really should. He should be like... For noise-canceling headphones? Yeah. It's like, you know, like I'm, you know when I'm fucking... You know, you know when I'm with the when I'm with the ladies and I want to hear them, Bose headphones, <laughs> keep the noise out. Because the worst thing to hear when you're having sex is that your partner is also enjoying herself. Oh, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't hear a thing. Oh, he doesn't care. He's just like, yeah, man, I just need to listen to these Tobey Maguire whale noises. <laughs> Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Who's going to put out an album, by the way? Wait, like, wait, like a real album? I don't know. Oh, I thought that was a new thing you no, read no, no, in, the, in no. the Star Magazine. No. <laughs> also, another Pussy Posse news, Toby McGuire, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Spider-Man, is putting out an album <laughs> no, I was of, not, uh, of sounds he makes with his mouth. <laughs> he wants to be like that guy from Police Academy. Oh, man! Except the only thing he can do is whale. Can we please reboot Police Academy and have, uh, <laughs> as, uh, as uh, what's his face, as uh, Michael Winslow, uh, uh, Toby McGuire's Michael Winslow, and... Uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Leo as Mahoney, and uh, Jonah Hill as oh Bobcat Goldthwait as Zed. <laughs> Jonah uh, Hill's are in. in uh, what's his stupid face from uh, the drumming movie? Oh, Miles Teller. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be in that movie. The uh, War Dogs. The War Dogs, and Jonah Hill just. Jonah Hill got fat again. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, I mean, that happens to people. But, I mean, like, he's just... You think that was a choice or was just like, you know what? I'm better off this way. Well, no, I think it's one of those things that once you've battled with your weight, uh, probably your entire life, it's very, very hard to maintain a slimmer physique. Uh, So... You know what? But he just looked weird then. He he did look a little weird then. But I not think, that, not that's a bad thing. No, no, it was fine. But I mean, you would see when, him. Whatever he is doing is fine. I was actually just going to point out his slicked back hair, <laughs> that movie, which is the to me the hallmark of the used car salesman. All he well, really but that's kind of what that is, movie's about. So. Kind of. He needs like a really bad suit and like a gold chain. Well, he kind of wears that. Maybe we should go we'll see that movie. We can see that. It looks like an interesting movie. I guess I kind of don't like Miles Teller though. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so they see this kid come out, and he's got a box. In person, okay, can I ask another question about oh, this? Okay. So, if I'm to understand the Huntress's origin story, now it might not be this at this particular moment in time, 
but her dad was like a mafia guy. Yeah, yeah, he was a mafia. Right? He was a mafia. Wasn't he a mafia bodyguard or something? I don't know if he was a bodyguard, but he well, was at least according to the mafia to the origin in Justice League. Yeah, I don't think he was a bodyguard. He was somebody important. Or was he? And, and there was. Yeah. He, she, she was put into a closet or whatever. And her parents were killed in front of her. Oh, no, too. what's his face? That's right. A mafia. Uh, no, he was in somebody important. And then Tobias, uh, not Tobias Whale, uh, the, fucking the, the yeah, albino yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blanking you know, on his name. Right. So, and I'm like, that might not be the exact origin story here. But if it is, like, why is she questioning Batman? Because she has been there, too. Who knows? But anyway, Maybe it's she Maybe needed it's something to say, I guess. They were like, she needs some lines. It's her own comic book, and Batman just won't shut us up. Batman, ba- yeah. Batman's just like, you know what? I know Fuck this. you, shut up, I, talk, I, I talk, talk. It, it, They literally were like, I can't help, I can't draw this speech bubble towards her. I gotta put it towards him? No, make the man say it. Man's flame. <laughs> so they see this kid, and they start, they chase him down into the sewer. Right. Uh, and, and Batman's just like, oh, clever clever boy he sounds like that guy in jurassic park who's like gonna kill the raptor he's like clever boy yeah <laughs> oh yeah and, and she's like you sound like you admire him he's like admire your adversaries this is a good thing <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah sure you do because yeah, that's why you and the Shut joker up. make out yeah it, it, basically batman's looking for another robin at this point he's like oh i this kid could be a robin he is smart he is smart would you like to jump? Because he, he's smart because he jumped into a pile of mattresses on his way down. Right. He's like, what a smart child. Because he lives in the sewer like the Ninja Turtles, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's a Ninja Turtle. And then something happens where he... Does he set off a bomb or yeah, something? Yeah, he sets off... He knows that there's like a trap, like a trip line or something, and he sets it off. And the kid's like, why would I, you know... She's like, oh, you could have killed us, whatever. Oh, the kid's name is James. Yeah. Uh, you could have killed us. He's like, why? I don't want to hurt you, and and I wouldn't blow this up because this is my home. And you see that he's been living in the sewer, and he has like a box of instant oatmeal, and there's like peanut butter, and I think there's some tang too. Tang? Yeah. There's a tang. Tang. It's, no, it's it says ang. Ang. <laughs> they it's, probably couldn't it's afford a, to it's ang Lee. It's in, he's in the jar. <laughs> Director oh, Ang Lee. <laughs> Poor Ang Lee. Let him out. <laughs> He's got to direct the Hulk. Or maybe Look, they're keeping him in there so he doesn't direct the Hulk. They're keeping him in there. They're going to let him out to do Brokeback Mountain to put him back in. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's a good movie. Hey, get back in there. And, like, Huntress all of a sudden feels bad for him. He's like, oh, man, this poor kid. Like, whatever. And Batman's like, well, looks like you've been blowing shit up. Time to yeah, go and then to she, jail. Yeah, then she goes back and she's remembering her past. Right. Also looking awful. Yeah. Oh, she, looks, yeah. She, looks, she looks like, how would I say this? She looks like an 80s mom. But not like 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 a like a mom like 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 when you see like stock photos from the eighties of like people's families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like that. Yeah. It just looks weird. Yeah. It just looks it's just like uh, you know what? The eighties was not a good time for anybody. Especially not a good time. Well this is nineteen ninety. I know. So we're just getting out of it at this time. Right. And uh, this was not a good year for her. No. She looks terrible. Yeah. So anyway, so they're like uh, well, we got yeah, Batman's like, I'm gonna take you in. That's it. You're going to jail. Go right to jail. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, this is your bomber. Once he's caught, then we can take down the gangs. And she's like, are you crazy? And he's like, what? What do I? What do you suggest that we do? <laughs> I like this picture here because she's hugging him. <coughs> she's like, because he's like, he's like, we gotta take him in. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, what do you think we should do? And she's like, 
hugging him, and then he looks like Steve Urkel, kind of. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's like, did I do that? You know, and she's just like, no, Steve Urkel, don't take it. And, uh, so, yeah, and that's it. We gotta keep him coming over. We don't want him to go to the Winslow's house anymore. Carl Winslow has had enough. I know him from the police force. Yeah. I promise I'd take him in. Promise I'd take Yeah. Before he becomes, what what was his name? Stefan? Stefan, no, don't let me go <laughs> Stefan. We don't want to go into the Stefan years. <laughs> we gotta, yeah, we just want to, we, we gotta get rid of We gotta, this, we gotta right? put a cap on it. It's the first season, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bottle we gotta this. stop. People like this show now. If we keep going, no one will like this show. <laughs> so, um, that's, and that's it for this issue. Uh, we get her letters page, which is called Words of Prey, which I kind of, I kind of think is silly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's so it. that's, and that's it. So would you read the next issue of this series? I feel like I have the next issue of this series. You know what? You might. I don't actually, I don't know if you do. But I have to say, this is one of those books where I'm just like, eh, meh. Like, I kind of want to get rid of it now that we've done it for the show. We don't need it. I don't need it. But here's the thing. Also, we, the art is awful. Yeah, it's not very good. Here's the thing, though. If we get the second issue, if we get the next issue of this, yeah. it's the last issue of this series. Oh, shit. And I have a thing for holding, having last issues. I know. I might have the last issue. So if we have it, we can just get rid of this one, and then whatever. Oh, so, man. So, we gotta, because here's the thing, we gotta start getting rid of stuff to make room for other shitty books that we actually want to keep. Of course. Because yeah. we're still, we're still going along with it. We got plenty of stuff. We just need to, you know... Need to keep the keep well, the we did, collection we lean. We did a nice little purge. Later. We did a nice little purge, and I bought a bunch of Defenders comics and replaced all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's important. That does that would work. Yeah, but that's it for the Huntress number eighteen from uh, September nineteen ninety. Uh, yeah, I probably would. I don't know if I would read it next one. I mean, I already know what happens. Yeah. Do you know what happens? Uh, Batman keeps talking. Batman probably does a lot more talking. And then at the end of the series, basically Huntress adopts this kid, and then they go off to like find another life. This is legally adopted, but she's kind of like because she, she kind of she does a Batman. She she's a just Bat- like I'm going to take this child because I, I just want to hang out with children. What, you no, know, she just wants. She just like feels bad for him, and she's like, you know, hey, look, you know, you're you have a rough go, and like I'll help you out here because you know how to make bombs. Batman collects children like a lot of people collect those Pop Funko vinyl figurines. (laughs) So maybe Huntress wants to start her own collection. Do you think Batman goes to Comic Con? Yeah, he does. He's just looking for kids. He just puts them in boxes. He's like, (laughs) like, yeah, yeah, they're all all dressed differently. This is a different version. I don't know. This one has a defect. (laughs) Makes it more valuable. Mm, Oh, yeah. Alfred, you know, make sure you uh, keep this one in a this special... This one's emotionally devastated. Oh, man, most valuable. We're going to keep this one in a special case, Alfred. Don't want <laughs> to mess around with uh, mm. getting any dust on this one. Nope. We'll, we'll break it out when we need it. Yep. Hey, what up, peeps? It's Jesse Mae Peluso here to tell you about my podcast, The Sharp Tongue, heard each week right here on the Sideshow Network. Every episode is a slice of my life as a touring comedian, and I'm bringing you my favorite funny and interesting friends to talk about whatever is on our minds. I talk about road stories. I talk about horror movies, music, putting fingers in buttholes. Everything you ever want to talk about is right here. It's a sharp tongue with me, Jessie Mae Peluso, every week on iTunes and the Sideshow Network. Download, rate, and subscribe, and tell a friend to check us out, because we need validation. And by we, I mean me. I'm alone here in the studio. (laughs)
All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network. Um, we'll get to our next book in a second. I just wanted to add to this Leo discussion. <laughs> you, you really enjoy this, this headphone thing. I, I, well, here's the thing. So you ever see, like, they sell these things in, like, Sky Mall, I think, <laughs> where it's, like, a pillow but just craps up your entire head? Oh, yeah! Where you can, like, zip yourself into it so you can, like, sleep on the airplane? Yes, but, yeah. like, you zip yourself into, like, yeah. this entire head, yeah. head cushion yeah, pillow. Yeah, you can, like, zip it to, like, the tray or whatever. So Leo needs one of those, oh, but with built-in headset. <laughs> for his whale noises. For his whale noises. For his Toby whale noises. Yeah. And he could just wear that. And then yeah. he could, and then he could also maybe even sleep. <laughs> oh boy! Because because if, if there's one thing I want, it's for the dude I'm having sex with to sleep through the entire experience. When else is he gonna sleep? It's you know he's a busy man. He's Leo. I guess <laughs> he's. For for the record, I find this I, news about him having sex with women with headphones on very disturbing. Well, it is because it's not actually sex. It's masturbating with another person's body. That's what it is. Because you're not engaging in an activity. You're just like, you know, doing what your hand could do. This is this is a very inquisitive day for me. <laughs> because not only do I have many questions about this arrangement, but I also have many questions about uh, Patrick Clark on NXT. I knew you were going to talk about this guy's fight. Yes. You're obsessed uh, with these fights. So if you watch NXT, there's this uh, wrestler whose name is Patrick Clark, um, and he's been on a few times, and he has these tights... That they're they're long tights, and he has them. They're airbrushed, so that and they're airbrushed. So he has the the White House on his ass. Uh huh. He has an eagle on his left leg, and on his right leg, he has a picture of his face, like an airbrushed picture of his face. Yes. And also, by mind you, he just for for an individual, he looks like Dennis Haysbert. I don't know who that is. From uh, the guy that does the um. Fucking uh, State Farm commercials. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 that guy. So yeah, so so imagine Dennis Haysbert wearing pants with his own face on it. <laughs> with his own face on it, but the, for some reason, the his face mm-hmm. has it like on his one his right eye. There's a big like white stream just coming down off of it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's crying milk. It does. It's really weird. It looks like a defect in the airbrushing. It looks like a defect in the airbrushing. Like if there's a, a run in the tights or something. Or I don't know if it's if it's supposed to be that way, which really sucks because if you went out of your way to get an airbrushed outfit like that, and yet you're they fucked it up so badly. Yeah. I, I feel really bad for him because you know he's a wrestling he's a wrestling uh, NXT wrestler. Who he probably doesn't make a ton of money, right? Yeah, you can't. He's not making you know, Dolph Ziggler money. Where <laughs> is Dolph Ziggler making a lot of Dolph Ziggler money? Dolph Ziggler's doing probably all right. Okay. If Dolph Ziggler needs gear that looks good, that doesn't have that has air, his air, face airbrush on, he's not going to get a defective one. Okay. And in this case, maybe he just you know because I mean you think he would get a refund, this Patrick Clark. So I have I have, I have a lot of questions about this. I tweeted him about this. Okay. So, yes, yeah. Well, I hope you get some info back. I hope I get some info back on this. Uh, so I have, you know, so it's, it's, very, it's a very uh, wonder-filled day. Oh, it is. Here on Worst Collection Ever. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So I'm certain this book will invoke some wonder. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, 
we are doing Namor. Namor? Namor. 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 Oh, it's like Quasar and Quasar all over again. <laughs> Namor the Submariner. Uh-huh. Uh, from, this is the series from the 90s. So, Namor the Submariner, number eight, from November 1990. Yeah. Oh, man, two books from the 90. From 1990. I did not choose it this way. Oh, shit. Oh. But we are at the turn of the century here. Well. This is, this is right before shit, shit got real. Yeah. We're not at the turn of the century yet, but. Or turn, or turn, of, the, turn of the decade. Yeah. This is right before things got uh, extreme. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're getting extreme in this book. Are they? Well, there's mm-hmm. there's some extreme boning in this book. Oh, yeah, boning, yeah. <laughs> Without headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Namor doesn't wear headphones. No fucking shit, Namor. Namor Namor's a real man. <laughs> Namor participates in his sex. <laughs> it's not just something that is done to him so he can enjoy an orgasm while he listens to whatever whale noises. He listens which, to pro- re- which he probably would listen but to. But he listens to real whale. If he wants to hear a whale make a noise, he goes right down by the whale and he's like, yo, talk to me. Yeah, well, And then they go, Ur! and he goes, word, I'm hard, <laughs> goes, up to the, goes up to the surface. And Bones, Sue Richards, or whatever chick he's with. So can I ask a question about this uh, <coughs> cover? Well, okay, we'll talk about the cover here. Okay. So basically, we have... Uh, so this is the Namor. 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 This, this is the uh, John Byrne run. Uh-huh. So we're kind of... We're talking about something serious here. You know, we're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, a little, we're, bit, we're, little, little highbrow for do, us. Yeah, a little highbrow here. And this is when Namor when it was like head of a corporation at some point, I think, for for the majority of this. Sure, why not? But we'll look at him. See, he's wearing a suit. That was my question. Why is Namor in a suit? Because he was wearing because he was the head of a corporation at the time. He was a head of something. he was like he became the head of like some sort of thing. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I read some of the details. It was confusing. I, I want bored. one of these dude like superhero guys not to be like the head of a corporation or like a king. I want some guy to be just like low level management. Like, all he does is spreadsheets all day. Yeah. Well, so well that, that was Red Tornado. He was a temp. Yeah. See, here's he was a... Red Tornado. He was, he was the, he was, he was the uh, low-level manager like, guy. pretty much, like, all the people who run all the corporations in the world also happen to be superheroes. Yeah. So he's he's got his, um... His uh, suit on here. He's got a pocket square. It's I fancy. know, yeah. He's, what was his eyebrows, like you said? They look like Joan Crawford's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> because they really are. They're just like that... A huge arch, like very thick. Yeah. yeah. So we have. I'm gonna start uh, screaming about wire hangers in a minute. <laughs> so we have um, on the cover, and it's uh, it says heads. I win. We have the head hunter, or just it was head hunter, and she's this albino uh, girl, redhead girl. She looks like uh, she looks like Tilda Swinton if Tilda Swinton was caught playing the Joker. Tilda Swinton could have played this character instead of the yeah. ancient one. Yeah, and she should have played this character. She looks exactly like Tilda Swinton in this. So basically, here's here's and the And she di- also looks like she has, like, razor fingers, but only, like, two of them. She has two, yeah. Her two fingers on her, on her left hand have these gigantic, like, barber razors. So, barber shop yeah, razors. Yeah, so I'm going to assume, like, she's, like, an eighth related to Edward Scissorhands. Yes. They're, like, very distant cousins. she got some Edward Scissorhands. Uh, she, she comes with a long line of uh, Scissorhands yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And so basically, she has this wall. So basically, her power is that she could hypnotize people into doing her bidding. And then she takes their heads off. No. No? They, she hypnotizes them, 
and then keeps it behind a wall and has her head stick out. Oh, so those aren't just, they're actually people. They're actually people. So, like, it's kind of like... It's a skull garden, as it's called. Oh, so it's kind of like, uh, like being in a drawer in the morgue. Yeah. Except your head's just hanging out, and she just, like, pulls you out when she needs you. Right, and she has their heads... Does she feed these people? Well, they're hypnotized, so they don't need anything until she tells them. bodies need food still. I I don't know. You can't hypnotize a stomach. I, I don't... I don't know. Maybe she has that can power. Can you hypnotize a stomach? Can, can you hypnotize a stomach? <laughs> I, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like something. That sounds like something like at like. A, I just imagine that being like if they had like a amazing people like infomercial and it's like this man can hypnotize people and you just stand up and you just go question from the audience. Can you hypnotize a stomach? <laughs> yeah. So I'm asking the important question. That's a good, well, it's an important question. I thought so. Because also these people's heads are just sticking out. They're like, catatonic. You, but that's the thing. If you're like laying on your stomach. But if you're stomach, catatonic, if you're in a coma, like you don't eat. You know, you have some they, sort of no, IV. Maybe she has, maybe she has IVs. I mean. They feed them through an IV. Maybe she's got a bunch of IVs in the back. So who's changing their waist? Is it like the Matrix back there? She yeah. also, by the way, she also looks like uh, like Lady Neo. Like if, if It's all related. This is where the Wachowski yeah. brothers looked at us and said... We're going to yes. do this, yes. but we're just going to kind of like... Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. We're gonna, Except we're going to just make her Keanu Reeves. This is going to be Keanu Reeves. Instead of Trinity. We're going to keep, gonna keep the, cat, the people being, having their waist expelled. We're going we're gonna to do yeah. the waist thing. It's going to be all people pods and shit. People pods. Because uh, that's the thing. Like, you can't, he can't be standing here because there's a head below him. So he has to be laying. But he has to be laying with his head, with their yeah. head like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's very uncomfortable. Well... She has to set up. She figured it out. Yeah, but like when you need them to do something, doesn't their neck hurt? I don't know. Maybe she has a good. Can't do anything. Neck pain. Maybe she gives them a massage. What with her Her razor razor hands? Like shut up, or I'll cut your head off. Anyway, too much time thinking about razor hands. So we start with a prologue, where some Nazi doctor. I, think I don't so. know if he's a Nazi doctor. He, uh, we're assuming he is because it's Germany. But it's Germany, but it's 1961, so we're no, like Nazis are still alive back then, even if they were Nazis anymore. Right. So basically, though, okay, so he's like an evil German doctor because you mentioned Strucker. Yeah. And Strucker is, you know, not you know Hydra and shit. Yeah. So. So they're trying to get out of East Germany before. Well, right now it's not East Germany. It's just. It's Germany, but it's about to be split up. It's about to be split up. So they're, like, trying to get this guy to do this thing. And he's like, hold on. I just have to make sure that my project, which is a woman of some sort, who we don't see, uh, will survive through this in case we can't make it back. So he fixes that, and they run out into the street, and then he gets shot by a communist or whatever. And they're like, quick, put him in the car. Just, you know, hopefully we can revive him. He's the only one who knows how to work the machines. They drive into West Germany, and that's that. Yeah. And we never see those people again. And I have no idea what happens after nope, that. Nope, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. So now we have... Now, uh, so, so the official title to the story is Never Bet the Devil Your Head. Which is a dumb title. Yes. And we have Namor, and he is recovering from a some sort of battle. Yeah, he's uh, laying in a giant pile of filth. Well, it's a pile of filth. Uh, in New York. Is it a cradle of filth? Oh. Shit. Cradle of filth was performed and they just left it. This is the big... It was like a <laughs> is that what show. happens? They just leave all this crap. It was like a guar show. Yeah. So apparently, in the issue before this, 
There was a giant shit waste monster called Sludge. Yeah. S L U G. J. J. S L U J. And when Which, I saw that J, I thought it was supposed to be a T. I thought it was. I thought me too. Slut. Okay. And I was like, oh, slut monster. But no, it's sludge. Watch out for slut. <laughs> Watch out for the slut monster. Watch out for slut. She's coming gonna, to New York. Coming. She's going to get all gooey on you. Yeah. Or, or wear headphones while he fucks you. <laughs> so, so, I guess Namor is like trying to save people from the shit monster. And like this woman is like, hey, Namor. I have this genetic thing that will basically eat its power and kill it from the inside or something. Yeah, so go in there and, like, go, go... Go inject it with this. So he does, and it explodes all over the city, but it also eats his wings off his feet? Apparently, yeah, apparently this genetic material that helped defeat this monster uh, also ate his wing, his feet wings. Yeah. Um, so he almost dies because he jumps off a building without realizing he has no wings. Yeah, he kind of like he falls like he catches like a, like a, like a pole. Yeah, and then he just walks into like a boardroom. Yeah, he like swings into a window and he's like, "What up?" And he's just wearing you know speedos. Yeah, it's funny because everybody's looking at him and he's just like, "Ah, they look at me, haha." Oh. I, I'm no longer a king, but I'm still Namor. He just goes like, "Let all look upon who such an like." He's just all like. Like, I'm just great guy. He's having a think. He really he's having a, he's having like, a great... I gotta go draw my eyebrows back on. He's, he's, having, a, <laughs> he's having a very arrogant think. He really is. Yeah, and his eyebrows look like fucking... Uh, They're crazy President eyebrows. Colonel... Uh, the, uh, Sergeant Bowser from... Well, it's a, I'm, making a, I'm making a very obscure... Another, another obscure... Um, Wrestling reference? No, it's... Uh, oh, my blank on a Police Academy reference. <laughs> <laughs> when Bowser lost his eyebrows, yeah, and they had to draw them back on, and he looks like it that. just looks like he took a magic marker and just went like these arches look good, but they're just like McDonald's arches. Mm, McDonald's <laughs> subtle advertising. Yeah, so like outside the fire- I just bought a pile of shit. McDonald's. <laughs> uh, this is what you will do once you eat McDonald's. And <laughs> so, uh... So we go back to the Central Park, or Battery Park. And they're like, no one's gonna be alive in this nasty pile of shit, and oh, Namorita is, and guess what? As she comes out of the shit, she still looks sexy. Oh yeah, she's doing a sexy... Uh, yeah, she's doing a head toss. And, uh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, look at those tits. Even though she's covered in shit. But her wings didn't get eaten off. No. No, actually, so you're right. wings, yeah. Yeah, wait, because she, well, she was kind of in a pod of some sort? I don't know. She's like, help me, there's other people in this these pods. There's like these separate pod things that are in the shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of gross because then like, let's rip up these pods and get some shit out. Yeah, so, so gross. Yeah, so like Namor has finally made his way out of the boardroom and he's like, hey, cousin. And she's like, hey, my ass is to the viewer. <laughs> ass, ass, ass. Namor's like, I'm just wearing Speedos. And then some guy who, I guess, was part of the, the people who gave him the genetic stuff, the Yeah, there's some scientists is like, she's like, you know what, uh, that, that was a lie. Or some science, science, science stuff is a lie. I'm confused about what's going on here, because apparently yeah. this was created out of like a human life form. Yeah, I guess it was taken. It was two cells taken from that woman scientist, and then the other. Yeah, man it was like it was like a human stew. Yeah, there were three of them, and the one guy's talking, and then the other two, I guess, donated their genetic material, 
and they were like, oh, we created a human, but they didn't really, because I guess their funding had been stripped, so they just said they did so they could get more funding. But then, like, the head of the university took it to the press way, and, like, way too soon, so they knew as soon as other scientists were going to step in and start peer-reviewing their work that they'd find out that they're nowhere near as far as they said they'd be. Right. So they f- lured a crackhead <laughs> into the laboratory. This is all fucked up. This and, is all fu- and, The comics are fucked up. And they up. were like, hey, will you trash our lab and, like, burn all our research uh, for drugs? And so he And, like, flush this thing down the toilet? And flush this gross thing down the toilet. Oh, and then... Then the other scientist killed the crackhead. Yeah, then the man had the... the, 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 I'm like, what? (laughs) He killed the crackhead. I know, but like, what? And so anyway, and then... uh, And then since it was was in the toilet, it became shit monster. It became the shit monster. And they're like, oh... And and Namor's like, oh, but that woman was so... She was burned by the chemicals. And he's like, she did that to herself because they figured if, if they saw that she had such horrible wounds, they wouldn't question what happened. But they're dead anyway because we found their bodies in the shit. Even though uh, we're not putting together two and two, that these two people used their own genetic material to create this clone thing. So they probably have cloned themselves, or at least their bodies, to get away. That's my guess. That's not actually mentioned here. But uh, it's a comic book, so let's go. That's probably right. And then then he's like, okay, so he says something here like, no, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So apparently... I can safely say that the mutating factor had already worked to transform the sewage matrix into something else less toxic. And then he's like, well, I guess we don't have to, like, inoculate the city on again on uh, hepatitis. Yeah. Namor says this. And I'm like, but well, there's just, but there's shit everywhere. Yeah. It, it, it's because it, it's just, just, yeah, just because it was like, you know, you guys stopped it with that genetic thing doesn't mean it's literally raw sewage on the streets of New York. The Namor is not only has he been swimming in, he's walking barefoot through the streets of New York. Oh, well, he's always he's always barefoot. Which dude, get some flip flops. Flippy flappers. Get some flippy flappers. Get some flippy flappers with some wings on them, and you'll because be alright. Gross. This reminds me of that uh, joke. I don't know what's worse: barefoot in the streets of New York or walking through uh, raw sewage. That, that's my favorite. One of my favorite jokes from. Uh, it reminds me of that joke from uh, Naked Gun. Very much one, but. He's like Leslie Nielsen. Like his, he he had a in order to infiltrate some base. He had to swim through some raw sewage, and then the bad guys catch him. And he's like, he's like, what the hell? Why do you smell so bad? He's like, I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it because that was like a code word for somebody to uh, to come out to come out. And he's like, I love it. <laughs> so so he should have yeah. So the animals were like, I love it. Anyways. So Namor's uh, friends show up. Yeah, and it's like old guy and like chick he used to sleep with, I guess. Yeah. And she's like, Namor! And he's like, hey, how's it going? And then all of a sudden, the most 80s of women shows up. So this is... She's got that like, kind of, uh... Yeah. Um, oh, what's her name? She, Susan Brigitte, Powder? Well, Bridget Nielsen, yeah. Yeah, Bridget Nielsen, hair... But she's also wearing like that that kind of like formal gown that's also like polyester, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those 80s gowns. With like She's just like Madonna. Yeah, she's dressed like Madonna. And so she's like, Namor, I need to talk to you. 
because of the headhunter. Right. So this is Phoebe Mars. Phoebe Mars is a part is like her brother. I forgot what her brother's name is, but basically they're like these evil business people who are trying to manipulate Namor mm -hmm. into doing stuff for them. And you know, she the plan right now is for him to for her to seduce him. Right. You know. So she's like, "Help, help me!" And he's like, "All right, well, uh, Namorita, why don't you talk to my good friend, old man, and chick I used to fuck, and I'll hang out with Madonna." Did he used to fuck her? They, there's a romantic relationship reference later. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna guess yes. Yeah. So well, whale, he, whale sounds doing good. Yeah. So he like walks away, and Namorita's like, "Why isn't he flying?" And then she notices he has no wings. And she gets upset. I got no flying shoes. So then we're in a car, like a town car. Oh, yeah. And Namor and Madonna Chick. It's the 90s. She's like, oh, Namor, I didn't know. Well, you got to go back. Oh. She's like, Namor, oh, please help me. I'm so happy. And then just like. Yeah, my, bro my brother's missing. I need you to help me. Tongue. Yeah, tongue. And then like you turn. There's obvious tonguing on this page. And then you turn the, the first narration box there says. Discretion says we must turn away. And you're like, oh. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, thanks, John Bird. <laughs> okay, all right. So Whatever, man, John Bird. Namor's fucking that lady in the back of a car. Namor's, Namor's getting Not, down. No headphones, I'm assuming. <laughs> Namor's a man. And then I have no idea what. He's a man and he's also a mutant fish man. Yeah, and then there's this part which I was like, who, what? So this is Colleen Wing and Misty Knight, and basically they are here to. One of them's drinking hard. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're day drinking. <laughs> and uh, they're they're um, private investigators, and they used to be associated with like the Heroes for Hire, so like Cage and uh, Iron Fist. Mm -hmm. And we start, uh, you know, I don't want to. F they're just trying to get their they're, they're trying to get their shit together. She's, one of them is really sad because I guess somebody's dead. Yeah, because Danny's dead. Danny, Iron Fist is dead. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, yeah. you need to stop drinking and get with it. And then the TV comes on, and they're like, we're going live to these headquarters. As we know, so in Dan is Daniel Rand was killed. We think by Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, so so and so has an announcement by mercenary and sometimes superhero Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, I that by some months back, some months back that was like four years ago. <laughs> he died, the last issue of Power Man Iron Fist was 1986. This is nineteen ninety. Yeah. Well. Jesus Christ. Well, it's a long Put time. Put your time John Byrne. Oh, well, maybe he showed up in this series earlier. I don't know. I don't know. We're only on issue eight, so yeah. it couldn't have been that long ago. Too uh, much going on. So then, like, the reporter's like, now going live to this lady. And she's like, hi, I'm here at this RM. Rand Meacham. Yeah. That's the name of the company. Because sure. there's, there's corporate shit going on in Yeah, this here's some corporate shit. Uh, this guy has an announcement. And this guy's like, hi, it's me. And I'd like to... It's me, Mario! I'm an important corporate guy, and I'd like to introduce you to... Danny Rand, he's back. Oh my god, he's alive! And he's like, thumbs up, I'm alive! I'm the blondest of men. And, uh, spoiler alert, it's a scroll. So it's not really him. It's a what? It's a super scroll. Oh, I thought you said squirrel. It's a squirrel. It's, 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 squirrel. <laughs> it's actually a squirrel girl. <laughs> it's, just, it's a bunch of squirrels inside of a man suit. <laughs> it's anthropomorphic man stoop. It's like it's like uh, it's like uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Vincent, Vincent, Vincent adult, adult man, adult but, man on Horseman. But he's filled with squirrels. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. 
<laughs> I miss Vincent Adult Man. I do too. He wasn't in season three. That was sad. No, season. It's a great, a great show. But maybe that's I, why Enchantress was like dancing all the time because she, she was filled with she was filled with squirrels, <laughs> and they were just all trying to go in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me out of here! I'm reminded now of the rest of the of the. Uh, of my uh, of one of my wrestling <laughs> wrestling uh, wrestling sleaze list idea, uh, things where uh, Sid Vicious, the wrestler, uh, once put a squirrel in his pants on a dare. No, and uh, it bit his dick. Good. <laughs> I don't don't put squirrels and don't put wildlife in your pants. <laughs> don't put wildlife in your pants. <laughs> the Jen Stansfield story. That is that is that's one of my rules, guys. You gotta have rules. Don't wildlife in your pants and if you get bit in the dick you deserve it so I hope he got a weird infection well he's said is he dead no he's no. alive hmm. he's the guy that broke his leg remember remember we were like it was like the the injury wrestling injury and he did a jump and he broke his leg yeah but it, it wasn't like the the gymnast at the Olympics who broke his leg and like yeah, a great it was oh it was, it, was, it was one of those ones where it was hang, kind of like no. his... It's an extra bend in your leg. I well, like his boot was hanging. No. And you're like, that's not supposed to happen. No, that's not supposed to happen. That's horrifying. Yep, poor Sid. Yeah, poor Sid. He was dick bit by a squirrel and he broke his leg. Well, he deserved the dick All bite. the same day. He deserved the dick bite. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> he he went, ow, my leg. Ow, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a weird pay-per-view. <laughs> like, why are we show? Why, why is he breaking his leg? Why is he getting his... Why, why is he getting squirrel, squirrel out of his pants? Why is he getting squirrel out of his pants? What's wrestling? <laughs> I ask that question all the time. What's wrestling? What's wrestling? <laughs> that would be the name of our show. If we had a show that would like, what's wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be. Did you put a squirrel on your pants, Sid? Okay, great. We're moving on. Yeah. We could have animated sketches. Oh, I would just have. I, I've, I have. I look. There's a. Can we pitch this to the WWE Network? You can't pitch anything to the WWE Network. Nobody wants to hear anything from anybody like us. Oh, that's too bad. They're just busy doing things we'd like. We'd be the best show. On, we'd be so much better than that oh, stupid Edge and Christian show, <laughs> or Camp WWE that we like swung wildly from like just a weird TV show to like really really gross <laughs> it was like hey here's a cartoon and then the next episode was like hey here's lots of swearing and, and and shit jokes right and like for me i don't care about <coughs> swearing but it was just so off tone with like the first episode they put it out caught me off guard that's because it didn't match the tone of the first episode that they put because you're just like watching it and then it's like supposed to it's supposed to have a consistent tone all the way through and then they, they, yeah they, and then all of a sudden steve Austin, they're that's like how just, a story works that's how a tv show works yeah they're like fuck i'm like whoa and you're like whoa where'd that whoa. come from what the fuck this tone is not consistent. And that's why it caught you off guard. Because it didn't make sense. So anyway. Man, so Namor. Namor. So. <laughs> How did we get to talking about squirrel? Oh. Oh, squirrel. Right. Because, yeah. Because that guy's full of squirrels. So. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. I was trying to really remember, like, how did we get to this point? <laughs> That's um, pretty much our entire podcast, <laughs> or our entire relationship, really. Like every time we have a conversation, mm-hmm. like how did we end up here? Uh, so, uh, Namorina goes home with old guy and chick that Namor used to have sex with, and she plants her bear or swimsuit clad ass that's been covered in shit on their furniture. You no, know, she probably took a shower. I hope so. Gross. So, like. This woman has having a talk with her dad about how she still loves Namor. 
So she touches your dad's dick. Oh, no. Like, she even says, like, I used to love him. Like, our relationship is over. It's this big romantic thing. Yeah. So, obviously, she also used to have the sex with Namor. And she feels weird about Namor running off with uh, that chick to have sex in a car. Yeah. I mean, really, that that's it. That's the entire conversation. <coughs> so, basically, so then we go to Namor, and he... He's done having sex. He's done having sex. They get, to, they get to this new this building that the, where the headhunter lives, or whatever. Yeah. And Apparently, she has her very own, like, weird glass elevator in the middle of the street. Yeah. Sure. And so, he's like, well, I'm going to fly up there. He's like, oh, wait, I can't. You can't fly. Sucks. Shit. So, so she he takes the giant glass elevator in the random street. Yeah, wearing nothing but speedos. Takes the elevator, goes up to meet the headhunter. Well, it's funny because she's looking at this. Phoebe's looking at him, and he's like, "Oh man, he's so embarrassed. He's like he's embarrassed like a little boy." And he's like, "Ha ha!" Yeah, he doesn't look embarrassed. He no, looks he doesn't look cocky. He looks like he's like, oh, "I'm still gonna fight." He just had sex. Yeah, he just had sex. It's basically he? that Lonely Island video. <laughs> Is, is what's going on through Namor's head right now. So they get up to the top and they run into Tilda Swinton. Tilda, <laughs> Tilda Swinton in the red outfit. <laughs> and she's like, oh, hello. Uh, what does she call him? She calls him Submariner. And he's like, Submariner. Meh. She's like, whatever. And she's like, well, look, uh, I know about you. You don't know anything about me. She's like, you're in the Matrix. You're in the Matrix. Take a blue pill. <laughs> oh, real quick. So real quick here. Did you read this soapbox at all? No, I didn't. So there's a, so in this little deal here, they have this whole, um, these whole, these joke, the, this, uh, they have a soapbox, stand soapbox. Uh-huh. I don't read anything. I don't care what Stanley has to say. No. And then they have, like, the thing from the editor, and they're like, blah, blah, blah. Here's a bunch of stuff that's going on in Marvel. Yeah. And they talk, they have this joke, well, they have this thing here where they're talking about uh, a new Deathlock book that's about to come out. Okay. I think it's I think it's the miniseries around this time, and they're talking about Dwayne McDuffie and oh, yeah. Bob Bodansky. R.I.P. Dwayne McDuffie. I think, R.I.P. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Such Which a bummer. He is a huge bummer. Because yeah. I think I don't something he went in to have like heart surgery or something. And no, he had like a heart problem or something. Or no, or right? And didn't he have to have surgery or something? And then like he got out of the hospital and he died shortly after. Or yeah. something? It was just such a bummer. Anyway. Yeah. R.I.P. So. Yeah, okay, so yeah, it's the Deathlock miniseries. And and they're like, oh, yeah, and he's also concentrating his move to D.C. That's Washington, D.C., not D.C. Comics. Oh, that's a good one. Ha ha. Right? And then it goes through the rest of this, right? Uh-huh. But then if you keep reading the the list of the issues that come out this month, uh-huh. which, by the way, there's some shit in Marvel here. <laughs> well, Let's yeah. talk about here. So we got you usually got Camp Candy number seven. What the fuck is that? So, there's there, there, that Camp, like Camp WWE? No, so well, kind of, <laughs> kind of, but it was on NBC. Do you remember Camp Camp Candy? Wait, with John Candy? Yeah, John Candy had a cartoon series. Yes, I do remember that now. So they did a comic book of that. Oh, why? I don't know. Okay, for kids. All right. I don't know who bought it. R.I.P. John Candy. R.I.P. John. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Everybody ever. Jesus. <laughs> this is this 2016. Is... Bets are off. <laughs> He didn't just die yet. He died many years ago. I, I realize that. <laughs> John Candy was actually the first celebrity that died that I remember dying. Really? Yes. Wait. You were like, that was like 1995. Well, you know. You, I, you, you didn't remember any of the celebrities dying? Mm, Between then and... You didn't remember mm, uh, fucking... Uh, wait, did Kurt Cobain die before him? Maybe. If that, yeah, then I remember. I think he died, no. I should probably... I, I don't know. You don't remember, uh, 
fucking oh god, like Dean. I remember Dean Martin dying. No, I don't remember Dean Martin dying. I'm oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I didn't pay much attention. My parents were gonna be like, Jen, guess who? What celebrity died? Yeah, Jen. Come over school, Jen. Guess what celebrity died? No, my parents. You'll never get it. Yeah, like I never. I don't know. I tried to stay away from that sort of. Like the news and shit. I don't remember <laughs> when I was a child. I led a very sheltered life. I lived in the flyover in a goddamn suburb, and everything was the same. No, every single day. I so, didn't have that much going on for me either. We had, you know, yeah, but you know, falls nearby. That was it. I know, but you know what? I've always said that, I've said this before, and I know it makes no sense, but I always feel like you had a more authentic childhood than I did. I had like the most white bread, boring childhood that anybody could possibly have because I lived in a fucking suburb in tract housing where everybody looks exactly the same everybody drives the same fucking car and there's only four styles of houses on your street because mm. that's what happens when you grow up in a suburb in the flyover Yeah, and like there's only like five chain restaurants and like two grocery stores and everything is the same I grew up in a suburb but it was more of like it was right outside the city exactly so I had, and you also had it was also back east, so there was some small businesses. There might be like unique restaurants. Yeah, that's true. I grew up in one of those developments that only started getting built in like 1982. Mm, okay, yeah, so one of those. it's one of those. No, it's no, it's forever. not like oh, this has been around forever. It's just like oh yeah, no. The only thing that's been here was like a field and like a whorehouse. Well, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You did, you did show me. You showed me the whorehouse. Yeah, well, there's only a little bit of it left. It's not active, guys. It's not active, but there's only a little bit of it left. It's called the Hundred Mile House. But yes. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I never. It was a very boring childhood. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I never paid attention yeah, to much. You didn't know. So you just you didn't have. But so you didn't have TV to keep you company. I did, but I never paid attention to celebrities dying. I was too busy. Oh, I'm always yeah. You, I mean, look. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that likes to read Wikipedia and be like, you know, hey, when did this guy die? Right. And then yeah, I like yeah. to, or when did this person die? How they die? You know. Sometimes I'll go back and read some of my favorites. Oh, see, Kirk Cobain did die in 1994, and I remember that very. So when, when did John Candy? John Candy died. I'm gonna look. I want to say 95, maybe even earlier than I that. I feel like it was earlier. John Candy. Man, I'm trying, see, no, I'm not trying oh, to Oh, no, he also died in 1994, a couple of months before Kurt Cobain. Okay. So, yeah, that was about 14. But, okay, but you, so, but, I mean, shit, like, oh, God, there's people. I remember going, I remember the Iraq War. <laughs> like, when that started, that started before these two died. I remember that. I remember the Challenger blowing up. Well, so I remember, like, big things like that, but I don't remember, like, random celebrities kicking it until John Candy. See, now I'm trying to struggle for other celebrities that died. Like, big deal celebrities? Or just other people. Celebrities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, uh... Is there a list of, like, really popular celebrities that died in the 80s? <laughs> Is that something I can Google? Well, like, Lucy Ball, Lucille Ball died in the 80s. Yeah, no, my parents were not Lucille Ball fans. Well, my mom Oh, uh, yeah, I can understand Rick why Rick Nelson died in the 80s. Again, not a huge Rick Nelson fan, my parents. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Shit, that girl Elvis from... Elvis had already died. Elvis already died. So, that... Did that girl from the Poltergeist movie, she died? Yeah. See, you remember that? No. Oh. All right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna Google really popular movies that died in the All right, movie. while you do that, I'll go through the rest of this list here, okay. because... so. They had so what else we had that came out? We had uh, should we had Heathcliff comics still? Remember Heathcliff? Yes, I do. Okay, Heathcliff had the, number forty three. That's a long time. That's like four years of comics. That is a long Almost time. Three. Also, this is the, the month 
the debut month of Barbie and Barbie fashion. What the, the comic book? The comic books. Oh. And it's great because it's like comics will never be the same. Like that was a little tag in here. But anyway, so as you go through this, right, and you see a bunch of all these books coming out. Yeah, Robocop had a series. Wow. But then you get to the second column here, and he starts like laughing about you see like ho ho ho, Washington DC, that's a good one. And it just keeps kind of remembering that joke he told. Uh-huh. Hollywood Superstars number three. What the fuck was that? I don't know what that is. Can we find it? Count Ducula number fourteen? Do you ever count Duckula? Yes, I do. I gotta find some of these. WCW had a Marvel comic series. I know, I remember. Okay, and, I remember Ryan White dying. Okay, I was asking about Ryan White. Yes, I remember him dying very clearly. Yeah. And that was in 1990. Yeah. Yes, I remember him dying. Yeah, I didn't count him as like a candle a in the wind and shit, yeah. But yeah, but I didn't count a, him as, that wasn't for him. It wasn't for him, but you know, but what's his face showed up and it was like candle in the wind. Yeah, yeah. Elton John. Yeah. yeah, no, but I remember. I, I very vividly remember him seeing his face on the cover of magazines while standing in line with my parents because he was like my age. Because he's our age. Yeah. yeah, he was our age, and, and he died so soon. I remember him dying, but I didn't count him as a celebrity. Well, yeah, but yeah, I'm talking like movie stars and shit. But yeah, but it was you know, it was a big deal. Yeah, I don't know. Who do you remember dying first? Dean Martin. No, it's gotta be it's gotta be somebody else. Well, tweet at me and tell me like how old you are and when, when the first celebrity you remember dying. Is. I'm gonna be thinking about this. I'm gonna start. I, I'm gonna start doing. It. I, I gotta start. I'm gonna think, like, I remember. I'm I re- just surprised that you're like so shocked that I don't remember anybody dying before John Candy. That's a long time to be living and not some those celebrities dead. But not at least celebrities that I knew of or paid attention to. I paid attention to every celebrity. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I once spoke on the phone with John Favreau and at no Favreau Fav Favreau Favreau. He called once when I was doing a temp gig at that at some accounting agency when we first moved here. No idea who he was. What well, you didn't know recognize his voice, or you just you knew who he was though, as an actor and a director, right? Uh, once I I didn't realize it when he told me what his name was. I was just like, oh okay, I'll put you through, sir. Like just normal. You didn't know John Favreau when you got here. No, I know who he was, but I like I don't know. Usually, like it's not in the front of my mind that I would know that that was him. If John Favreau called me and I was working as a position, I'd be like, "Holy shit, John Favreau from Swingers!" Word. No, I knew Eric LaSalle when he walked in. If to... he had walked in, I would have known who he was. I didn't know who the fuck he was. I worked at WWE Studios. I recognize Eric LaSalle. I know, but I I don't recognize from Coming to America at ER. I never like I barely keep track of famous people's names. That's like when I listen to We Hate Movies and they like list off like, oh, that guy was in this movie. I'm like, I don't know. You got to tell me what he looked oh, like. Oh, I recognize all that. I, I, don't, I don't recognize, rec- actually, I don't to be honest, I, I, I kind of need to see faces. Well, that's the thing. So, I yeah. need to see faces. I'll be like, that guy. And then I have to actively look at that person's name. So like John Favreau, I'd have been, if he, if he. John Favreau's too current. He's really current, though. He's always been, he's been current for like a while. Yeah, but I don't fucking know his name. Like he, I. He directed I, Iron Man. Yeah, he I was, know that now. But when he called, I was just like, "Oh, okay, sir. Let me put you through." Oh, I'm sorry, he's not available. So can I let? Can I take a message? Johnny Fav. So I, I did, and then like one of the ladies from the back came running up, and she's like, "Oh my god, did you just talked to him." I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "I have to call him back." And I was like, "What?" And then I googled him, and then I found out he was a very, very big shot that I just took a message for instead of like I don't know, sucking. Well, dick. I don't well, know what I was supposed well, to do. Well, I mean, were you supposed to? Fo- I guess force. I was always supposed to find a live person, but I was not told that. 
I, I mean, if he didn't push, I probably would. Oh no, he was very nice, actually. Yeah. Very, very nice. Yeah. He, he seemed actually kind of amused that somebody didn't know who he was. <laughs> I'd love to be John Favreau. Yeah, that'd be great. He's, be a, great he's, he's a good dude. Like I said, he seemed like a really nice guy when I talked to him for a whole two seconds on the phone. Seems like a guy who would enjoy a good cheeseburger. <laughs> well, we saw that movie with the, the chef movie. That's right. Which, yeah, yeah. not that good of a movie. I'm sorry. No. It was I had of, some problems with it. No, I thought it was going to be different. I think that's why I had problems with it. Yeah. I mean, it was fine or whatever, but. So anyways, anyway, so, so anyways he did this is a bunch of fucking joke it's stupid anyway so we get to the end so we're almost at the end of the book here thank god yep <laughs> we're, almost, we're almost an hour and a half in yeah so how do you guys deal with this um because we talk about celebrities that died in the 80s apparently <laughs> Jed doesn't remember anyway <laughs> I, I i it's funny because i bring up a lot of stuff and i'm like do you remember this and like you do but then there's a lot of stuff you don't oh yeah no i know see a lot of times you have to like you can give me the name of something, I'll be like, I don't know what that is. And then if you describe it to me, I'll be like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Because, again, I'm not very good with the names of people or things. But give me a description of the plot, and I'll tell you if I've seen it or not. So, Headhunter, Tilda Swinton, is like, she's basically, like, basically she wants, yeah, so Phoebe wants to get her brother back, and there's no hidden And so... So basically, she's like, well, since you, I guess Phoebe whiffed on whatever deal they had. So she consummated this deal, mm-hmm. and she opens up the door, and apparently she already has mounted her brother's head to her wall of her people pod. Her people pod wall. Thing. People pod wall. And she's like, no, and then next day she's skull orchard. Yeah. Um, basically, what happens after this is that she tries to do her hypnotizing deal to uh, Namor, but apparently it doesn't work on mutants because mm-hmm. Namor is a mutant, right? And uh, he, he's able to defeat her. Got so, it. so can I bring something up? No, you told me I didn't remember that Poltergeist actress getting murdered. She died in 1982. No, she didn't. Not, not that one. Wait, the one who the 22 year old who no, died. No, no, that one? I'm talking about the little girl. Oh no, I was talking about the one who. Because I'm like, she died in 1982. You can't hold that against me. I'm not. I was two. I was talking, I'm talking about Heather O'Rourke. Oh, O'Rourke, no. O'Rourke, O'Rourke, O'Rourke. All right. According to, I'm looking at this site. I do remember the Menendez brothers, but again, I don't count them as famous people. Oh, you're looking at this? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go through Rock few. Hudson. No. Oh, you don't remember Rock Hudson dying? I was five. No, I don't. <laughs> Liberace? Um. I don't remember really. Liberace dying. Okay. No. Famous destinies. Who was that? Is that Vince? Vince? Uh, Vince Neal? Vince Neil? Vincent died. No, he's still alive. Who was that? I don't. Oh, was that about the car accident where he killed the guy from yeah, yeah. Hanoi Rocks? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, that. I remember the. Uh, didn't he like go talk to the guy? He like paralyzed. Was that? No, him? That, that was Leaf Garrett. Oh, that's right. Okay. He didn't kill. No, he killed. He didn't go talk to the guy. No, <laughs> Vince Neil killed that yeah, dude. This is just where people died. R.I.P. Hanoi Rocks. I don't even. Tim Harden. He died in 1980. I don't remember that. <laughs> okay. Yay. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, 1980s deaths. Yeah. All right, guys. Go, go, to, go, go back. Go back to... Go to... Oh, there's a lot of people died. There's a lot of names there, babe. Yeah, exactly. Don't go 1980. I don't remember that. You can't expect me to remember tonight. I was a baby. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't yell if you go to that. 80, go to 85 or 86. All right, 86. We'll go 86. Uh... Hmm... Uh, okay, I don't, I don't know, know any of these people. There's a lot of names. Keep going. I'm going. 
Nope, nope. I'm sure this is very interesting for all the people listening. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Oh, a lot of losers died in the... <laughs> a lot of losers died. A lot of people I don't know. How, how am I supposed to... Arne Anderson! But he spelled it differently. He was a footballer. Arnie Anderson with an E. B.C. Andrews died. I didn't know that. R.I.P. Arne Anderson. Uh, See, I didn't know any of these people died. So you can't. Oh, Desi Arnaz, that's where he died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, Again, my parents were not into uh, Lucy, like your parents were. My parents don't have a lot of, like, favorite people that they love. Oh. Like, Wait, uh, do they like you? No. Oh. No, not really. Well, <laughs> oh, that's just the age. You know what? Forget. Yeah, I'm telling you. There's a lot of people who fucking died. I don't remember it. I might be going through that though. Cause I, might, I, might, I, might be, I might be doing uh, death death hunting. All right. On the Because like, okay, like here's the thing. The only the only way I would know if a celebrity died when I was a child is if my parents were really into them. My parents were not that into celebrities, so they're except unless it was like uh, Magnum PI, I would not have known. <laughs> My mom likes Magnum P.I. R.I.P. Magnum P.I. <laughs> That's the only time I would have known. R.I.P. Tom Selleck's mustache. And yeah. If it was Tom Selleck, I would have heard about it because my mom would have been sad. Tom Selleck's in his 70s and he is... He looks great. He, he's still the most handsome man ever. Yeah, he's ever. a very handsome man. Uh, so yeah, like if he had died when I was a kid, I would have heard about it. But that's really No, he did not die. I know he didn't. He went on to make sequels for Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> I am aware that he is still alive. Do you remember in Three Men and a Baby that there was a... Yes. What? What, that there was a, supposedly a ghost in the background? Yeah, a ghost child. It's not a ghost child. I know it's not a ghost child. It's a cardboard cutout. Well, yeah. But they didn't move. But in the 90s, <laughs> the papers I, were abuzz with paranormal activity because of that movie. I know. Oh, let me tell you, Buffalo newspapers were like, holy shit, <laughs> ghosts no, are in that movie. It's just a cardboard cutout. Somebody forgot to move out of the way when they were shooting. <laughs> it's all it is. <laughs> oh, it was like the top of the news. In Buffalo, Jesus Christ, we got nothing going on. They're like, ghosts are in movies, guys. Watch out. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, that's it for Namor. 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 Would you read the next issue of Namor? You know what? I was thinking about it. I think I might. All right. I think I might hunt down, because they have uh, collected issues of the burn run uh, in trade paperback. So I might, I don't know. I might, I've been looking for... Some interesting Namor. I don't know why. I just sometimes, like, there's some books that I'm just like, I don't like getting them particularly, but I just want to find a good one. Right. And I feel like this is one of them. So I might... Uh, yeah, that's good. I might... Maybe I might not read this next issue, but yeah. I might want to read another issue of this at some point. Would well, you? Maybe. I feel like we've read him on the show before. No, we did The Submariner. That's oh, from the 70s. Yeah, that had okay. Bruce the Hate Craze Fool. <laughs> You remember that one, right? Yeah. Okay. You remember that? That, that wasn't in the 80s. No, 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 no. No, that was the one with, that started off with a quote from Hitler. Yes, that is correct. There was so that. much Hitler stuff. <laughs> That's right. In that book. And there were even like advertisements for Hitler memorabilia. For, for Nazi <laughs> stores. Oh my God. And then that one guy's like, hey, let's go watch wrestling. It was, that's, that's a book. That is a book. And it's also a last issue, so I'm very excited I own it. 
Yeah, that one was fun. Oh, that, we're not getting rid of that one. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I might, I might read him again. It's fine. So that's Namor. Super corporate Namor. Super corporate. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch is Namor. Pretty much. Um, so that's yeah, Namor number eight from November 1990. Uh, that's it for this week's show. Finally, after <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. Guys. Nine million hours. I really hope we're you enjoy it. We're getting Gilmore guys length. Are you kidding? Like, those are three-hour podcasts. And I'm not even We could go three hours, guys. I know we could. We could. We, we have restraint. If you, this is this is what happens when we're home. Because, <laughs> exactly, because we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, nobody's telling that we don't feel like we need to leave. We don't have to go feed a meter. Go all out. Which, in some ways, is good. Some ways, is bad. So, that's it for this week's show, though. Please join us on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AngryHeroSean, S-H-A-W-N is how you spell it. My Tumblr is TheAngryHero.tumblr.com. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com, where I am now reviewing, oh, this is exciting, The O.C. Talk <laughs> to the Gilmore Girls, no more Gilmore. Well, it's until the new ones come out. And at least until the new ones. And now I'm moving over to The O.C., which I'm considering a prequel to Gotham. So it's a pre-prequel. Oh, yeah. Because Ben McKenzie's in that too. That's right. That's a, that, they're at the Boston Comic Con this weekend too. Oh yeah. They had a spotlight on Ben McKenzie. Yeah. Did Did anybody ask him what it was like to play a sixteen year old when he was literally twenty five? Oh, wait, there's he's a lot older of... than we are. Yes. <laughs> and not by much. But he's there are many young. questions and to he be. He was playing a sixteen year old in two thousand and three. I was like, dude, really? We have. Uh, <laughs> as, I'm not a fan, as big of a fan of the Batman's and the OCs as as you are. I'm not. I've never seen the OC. You just watched it. No, no, I've only watched two episodes. But but, but you but you I don't have a vested interest in any of those things that Ben McKenzie has done. Yet I have many questions for him. So is is it about his uh, when he was trying to play Clayface as Jim Gordon? Yes. Are they all actually actually, to that? actually it's all that it's <laughs> everything is related to that? I want to be like was forget that hoe was that improvised? Because <laughs> you said that on TV. I remember I saw it. <laughs> Like a really weird way too. You're like, <laughs> forget that hoe. Yeah, <laughs> forget that hoe. You're like, what? He was like talking hey. out of the side of his mouth. It was really weird. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Jim Gordon, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's just, I'm not Clayface. I'm Jim Gordon, and that's just. I'm gonna eat everything, and uh, I'm okay. Vince, Harvey, what? The, your impression is just Vince McMahon as Jim Gordon. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm on board with that. <laughs> when Vince McMahon dies. That's going to be a dark day. Ben, for McCar- ben McKenzie needs to play Jim Gordon, either him or Treat Williams, okay. uh, who is a character act, well, very uh, established actor as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I have my casting already done for the Vince McMahon movie. I'll go work on that. Do you think there will ever be a Vince McMahon movie? Yes. Oh. When he dies. Well, we're going to have to go see it, aren't we? Well, it's not going to be released in theaters. <laughs> it is not no direct it, it, to the WWE network. Either that or it's going direct to. It's not even getting a DVD release. <laughs> direct VOD. D- d- direct to garbage. They're <laughs> 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 yeah. like, all right, that's a wrap, and they just toss everything in the dumpster. <laughs> We're not on fire. <laughs> Nobody ever see this. <laughs> They're like, good job, good job, crew. Good job, guys. Gather around this dumpster for warmth. <laughs> direct, direct to garbage. Um, the it's a bad movie uh, coming soon. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this week's show. Please rate us on uh, iTunes. Give us five-star review if you think we deserve it. Leave a review. Tell a friend. 
And also check out SideshowNetwork.tv and check out all the fine podcasts here on our network. We really appreciate uh, you guys kicking with us. So we will see you guys again next week. Bye.